I spent um, 15 years working in, in Southeast Asia with a minority language group with Wycliffe Bible Translators. And like most missionaries going out to the field, I was well trained in anthropology and linguistics and Bible translation. But nothing prepared me to understand the world in which the Taga lived. You see, I, like many Westerners, grew up understanding the physical world and our religious world, but I didn't understand the, the world that the Tagal would face and faced uh, since the, their very beginning. Um, one of my first instances is I was out language learning, and so I was out with a friend in a field, and we were helping her weed her field in preparation for planting, and we were taking a break, and she went off to a friend's field and came back running breathless and saying, my friend just saw a demon in her field. And I remember turning to my colleague and going, what do we do? We had no idea the reality of this demon for the Tagal. I think we said something like, well, we'll pray for you. And, and, but we left kind of feeling hopeless and helpless in that situation. Little did I know when I began working with this group that they were, they were known for two things around the state, hospitality and poisoning. But I also learned that they lived in this reality of the spirit world and were also known throughout the state for having very powerful magic. Not the kind of illusions we think of, but the idea of using words and objects to manipulate the spirit world to do what you want. You see, as a Westerner, I was trained, like many other Westerners, in a dualistic worldview. My religion answered the important questions of life, things like who I am, why I'm here, what will happen to me after death, why, does, why is there fear, why is there anger, why is there hate. But on the physical world, I had learned that science and empirical evidence is what was important. I had no room in the middle, what Paul Hebert calls the excluded middle, for things like supernatural beings that affect my life every day, things like ancestors, ghosts, spirits, demons. But yet it was this world in which the Taga lived. This world is what caused sickness. This world is what caused pain and sorrow. This world is what caused natural disasters. For the Tagal, they would not answer, ask the question, what happened or why it happened, but they asked the question of who caused it, whether it was a curse from a, a, a neighboring person or whether it was poison or whether it was a, a supernatural being, a demon who had caused a son or daughter to drown or caused misfortune or a house to burn down. They looked for who was causing that, particularly with illness. And when somebody became sick, they needed to go to the shaman. But when Christianity came in with its dualistic worldview, many times they answered questions about what is true, but didn't answer the question, who will protect me from the spirits? This is the question that the Tagals were answering, trying to ask of, their, of the Christianity. After a few years, after I began to work with Tagal evangelists, I asked them, I, I told them the situation about the field and what, what would they do if they were encountered the same situation? And they said, Sue, this is what we do. You see, in our culture, if someone is attacked by a demon or someone sees a bad omen, there is a way we can protect ourselves by offering a sacrifice. It's called a pamarawakan, 
we would kill a chicken or wild pig, and then the blood would protect us from the spirits. You see, when we go to the field, we know that we believe in the greatest Pamarawakan. We believe in Jesus. And so we would go to the field and say to them, you believe in Jesus. Jesus is the greatest Pamarawakan, and it's his blood that will protect you from the spirits. Go plant your field. The Tagals understood the reality and the power of Jesus. And they understood the power of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, to empower their lives and to work through them. They understood that they no longer had to fear the spirit world because Jesus was in their life and Jesus protected them. And so for their question was answered, who will protect us from the spirits? It's Jesus.